Hello and welcome to another podcast brought to you by Life Community Church, Leamington Spa. Recorded at one of our Sunday morning services, we hope this message inspires, equips and encourages you to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. We've got to be different, friends. We've not just got to be like the, the, the other people in the world who fight for their own corner. What can I get out of it? They put the money on out of this world. Yes, it is horse race. They're Grand National. Well, passion over the numbers for the lottery to win money. Now, you may do it this morning. But that's not our focus. Our focus is going to be our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Philippians chapter 2 and verses 12 and 16 says, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in only my presence, but how much more absence, will on salvation with fear and trembling. It is God who works in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Therefore, do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of this crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. Do all things for the the pleasure of God. Don't complain or dispute. I want to tell you, friends, I was in charge here. 30 years. And we've got a new broom. Haven't we, David? We've got a new broom. He does it different. No good complaining. I've got a new phrase. You want to know my new phrases? It's not my responsibility. So don't come complaining to me and say it's not like it was when you were in charge. I know it's not. It's different. It's better. I can't remember having half of the congregation serving and I hope we'll get the other half serving, won't we? (laughs) We'll find you something to do. So don't complain, dispute. You want to become blameless and harmless Children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. And God wants you to shine as lights of the world. We serve because we are different. Even if you're not part of a team, whether it be hospitality, AV, children's, band, whatever, If you don't serve in that way, you're still serving the kingdom. If you belong to Jesus, you're there to serve. So we need to find out what our function is. Where does God want me to fit in? Having established the principle of the kingdom, it's not what I can get, but what I can give 
What is my purpose? What is my ministry? What is my calling? Whatever you do, it needs the calling of God. And it needs the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, it's just a whim and it isn't sustainable. I heard somebody once say, if you want to go in the ministry and you manage to keep out of it, then do it so. Because I want to tell you, friends, it's one of the most difficult places and ministries to fulfill. At times it's glorious, but at times it's yucky and difficult. You see, we are here for the long haul. We're not here for a quick sprint. I don't know where you're very, you, how fast you run 100 yards or how quick you're going to walk in the 10K marathon, a 10K walk in Leamington in a couple of weeks. But we, we're not here for the quick spirit. We're here for the long haul. Romans chapter 12, verses 3 to 21, give us a clear direction for the way to go. If you want to find out what your ministry is, you read Romans chapter 12. Read it, pray over it, read it, and expect God to lead you. It's all there, friends. It says in verses 3 to 7, we lead, we serve God with spiritual gifts. Let me turn to... For I say through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dwelt to each one a measure of faith. For we are many members in one body, but all members do not have the same function. Serve God with spiritual gifts. This is a, a brilliant chapter. You know, because your body and my body has no spare parts. My lungs breathe. All breathe. Your lungs breathe. Is your heart going? <laughs> my legs walk. My mouth consumes food. I want, I want to tell you, I've had no, I haven't been able to wear my teeth for at least a week. But boy, it hasn't stopped me eating. <laughs> so my mouth consumes food, but sometimes it spouts. Sometimes it's a load of rubbish. I hope most of the time it's something which will edify. But the point is, friends, my body functions. I'm just talking about four particular parts. I have kidneys, I'm diabetic, so my pancreas doesn't work as it should do. You know, and whatever. And there's all sorts of things that I, I, I don't know about. You know, I've got, I've got a right hip, this is steel. I've got a right femur that's, that's got a plate and six screws. I've got a right knee that's got a, a steel thing in the middle of it. But it functions. 
It works. And and I can't turn around and say, well, I wonder if I've got any spare parts. (laughs) I thank God the NHS has got a few spare parts, but I haven't got any spare parts. You know, and it used to be said, and it's probably very true, that 80%, 100% of the work in the Church of God is done by 20% of the people. I thank God that isn't the case in this church. But we are looking to the day when 100% of the work is done by 100% of the people. And we're not talking about just the AB, the, the band, the, the door, the coffee, the cakes. There's more, friends. There's more. We've got Cam who works on the, 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 the street pastors team. Thank God for him. Pray for him. May God bless him and use him for his glory. And so the, the, the function of the body of Jesus Christ is according to the, the members of the body. We all function together to serve the God Almighty. He says that I'm six minutes over, doesn't it? <laughs> have, you, have you seen the contraption at the back? I've got 12 minutes to the end of the service. <laughs> no, 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 no. You get your wallet set and five pound notes. <laughs> So we're expected to function like a body functions. And we're talking about spiritual gifts. He talks about prophesy. He talks about ministering. He talks about teaching on exhortation, on giving liberally. We all have a function. We all have a place to part in the ministry of Jesus Christ. So we serve God with spiritual gifts. And then secondly, part of the chapter We serve God by behaving like a Christian. Verses 9 to verse 21 says, I love. I love you. I love you. We had a young man preach here. His name was Daniel Savala. He was an American Indian. I think he was a Cherokee. And he had a definition for love which has stuck with me. His definition of love is unselfishly choosing for someone else's highest good. Unselfishly choosing for someone else's highest good. Didn't he do that? When he stretched his arms on the cross of Calvary, he gave, he gave, and he gave. Yes, we've been talking about him washing their feet but that was only the snart, friends. He went to a cross where he gave his life for you and for me. He unselfishly chose for my highest good. So I behave like a Christian. I love one another. I love you all. I want to share God's love with you. 
And secondly, I want to bless you. That's how you, you bless people by, as a Christian. That's what it's all about, blessing. Coming alongside, throwing your arm around someone in a difficult time and, and just bless him in the name of Jesus. We had a blessed time yesterday morning at home. And I, Anne's going to shout at me for sharing this. I would normally be walking out walking in the morning when my wife is having a shower. Yesterday morning I wasn't. I was sitting in the lounge reading my Bible when all of a sudden there was a crash. Anne had fell out of the bath. Fell over the side of the bath, pulled the shower curtain, the shower rail down and sort of landed in a heap on the floor. But I was there. It doesn't seem like a blessing. But in a sense it was. Because things could have been so much worse. I picked her up and I think I've hurt my back. But that doesn't matter because I love her. <laughs> She's really going to tell me up now. <laughs> Bless people, friends. Identify with them. I have, because of my involvement with uh, disabled people, particularly multiple cirrhosis, every time I see somebody in a wheelchair, I talk to them. Because very often when people talk to uh, uh, people in a wheelchair, they actually talk to the carer, but not the person. And you've, you've seen the programme, does, does he take sugar? I remember taking one of the ladies from church to an opticians in, in Warwick Street and the optician was talking to me. Uh, and and the, the dear lady, who got a fairly strong character, says, I am the patient, you can, I do speak. <laughs> so I love, I bless, because I'm a Christian. This is part of my ministry, this is part of the way I serve. Thirdly, identify with people's needs. Come alongside people who are struggling and finding life difficult. Share with them, encourage them, bless them. You, you, a pastor went to, went to hospital to meet a couple who were part of his church and part of his ministry and they had just lost a baby. He went into this particular room where they were, they were sitting and he didn't know what to say. He struggled. He'd pray before he went. And when he got there, he wasn't sure what he should do. So he just sat with them. And I think after 10 minutes, he just turned around and blessed them. Said a little prayer and went. They said that was the best pastoral ministry we've ever had. You identified with us. You stood with us in our time of need. He identified. We need to identify with people at their point. And you don't have to necessarily say something. How often have you seen people actually walk across the other side of the street because they don't quite know what to say? That's no good, friends. You can simply say to them, well, I don't know what to say. 
but I am praying for you. You know, it's amazing how many people in the world really feel uplifted when you say you're going to pray for them. It doesn't seem to matter whether God answers the prayer, but the fact that you are willing to say, I will pray for you. So identify with people in their personal needs. And then to behave like a Christian means to be not full of your own importance. We're all part of a team. If Praveen wasn't playing with the little sliders at the back, and is it Mary? And Mary wasn't playing with the pictures. I don't know whether it'd be any worse or any better. I have to be quite honest. Because this is new gimmicky to me. We're all part of a team. Let's be more practical. In a minute, we're going to finish and we're going to walk to the back and we're going to make a cup of coffee. Or we're going to have a cup of coffee. I presume Mervyn is making it. Or Grace is making it. Pardon? They've gone. Oh, dear me, you've got to make your own. <laughs> See what happens when the, when, the, when the team disappear? You've got a problem. Oh, you volunteered? Or you've been co-opted? You're making coffee? Oh, that's all right. It's all, it's all right. Don't, don't panic. <laughs> See? We're part of a team. Two have gone, had to go for whatever reason, but two have been appointed. We're still going to get our coffee and biscuits. Hallelujah for that. <laughs> the end of Romans chapter 12, and with this I come to the conclusion. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. <coughs> Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will reply, says the Lord. I'm going to read that again. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will reply, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. Wow. We're moving into new territory, aren't we? If he is thirsty, give him a drink. This is not your friend, this is your enemy. But in so doing, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not overcome do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil by God. You know, Jesus was persecuted. He was tortured. He was mocked. He was cruelly crucified. And in the house of Pilate, he answered not a word. Why? because he knew that was the way he had to go in order to bring us into a relationship with the living God. He served us. 
What an example, friends. What an example. If only the Holy Spirit would just burn that into our spirits. Jesus died, and therefore we must serve for his glory. God bless you. We hope that you enjoyed this message. For many more resources and for more information, visit our website at www.life-cc.org.